Welcome or welcome back to TSC Talks, the podcast inspired by the condition known as tuberous sclerosis complex. My name is Jill Woodworth and I am your host. Thanks for tuning in. As you know, we are pushing our Indiegogo crowdfunder on medical cannabis safety testing and podcasts. But for this podcast, we are in a different paradigm with the team from Spectrum Sports, a special needs fitness and sports activity program in New Jersey. I bumped into these guys on Twitter and thought they would make a interesting, interesting guests. It's a team effort. They are all involved in the uh, special education in some way in their local high school in New Jersey and got the idea to do an after-school type program, not at the school, but elsewhere where they were noticing a lot of the kids, um, young adults, weren't able to access the more typical after-school activities as some of their peers. And knowing the importance of fitness and exercise and activities and social engagement for this population, these special needs teachers in the high, special education teachers in the high school started this, launched this program. So I think they were great guests. Uh, the audio, my fault, was a little, a little shaky. Uh, so I hope that that's not a distraction because I think their message is great. It's Lisa, Dan, and James. They are Spectrum uh, sports out of New Jersey. You can look at their websites. Oh, SpectrumSportsNJ.com. Their mission is to pro- provide a safe and educational learning atmosphere in a setting that is free from judgment. For individuals with special needs, they aim to teach many different skills necessary for playing sports and staying active while working on motor skills, teamwork, and social interactions. Boom. Awesome. So they are up. I'm also going to drop Marijuana Mommy as part of our Indiegogo crowdfunding discussion on medical cannabis, CBD, safety testing, autism, addiction. You're going to hear us discussing all things cannabis on this podcast. So a lot coming down the pike, but for now, I'm going to say thanks again for tuning in and take it away, Dan, James, and Lisa. Thanks for doing it. And my name is Jill and I have Spectrum Sports and you guys are a, you do special needs and autism fitness. Is that correct? Yes, we run a sports program for individuals with special needs, and that runs from on the autism spectrum and Down syndrome or uh, multiply disabled. Wow. Okay. So how, why don't you just each give me a little bit of a bio as far as what you do and how you, how you got into it so I can give a picture of everyone that's involved with this. Okay. So I'll start. Great, Lisa. Uh, I'm I worked at uh, Williamstown High School. I came in uh, as a substitute teacher and then ended up actually worked with James in his classroom. I was an aide in special needs and absolutely fell in love with these kids. And, you know, a big part of my job was taking the kids to gym, and that was their favorite part of the whole day was was 40 minutes of gym. Uh And then as I got to know the kids, I realized, you know, that that was really – I'm also a certified fitness instructor, so fitness is a huge on my part. Awesome. Um, and realized that these kids really didn't have, you know, much outside of gym. Yeah. So, and, you know, they, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. And I thought, you know, there has to be something else for these kids, like, when they get home that they can do. So yeah. I just happened to be talking to Dan once, and I, you know, just thought of it. I was like, oh, my God, I would love to open up some, something where the kids could come after school and just do, you know, more than 40 minutes of exercise and games and 
and I just happened to be talking to Dan one day. At, uh, he was he's a teacher up in high school, and I was talking to him at lunch and telling him this idea, and he was like, okay, and he kind of went with it. <laughs> so here we are. That's so cool. Yeah, here we are with with Spectrum, and the idea kind of went off, and Dan kind of ran with it too, and then we brought our games along, and here we are. So. That's wow. My role. I, I bring the fitness aspect to uh, the spectrum. So, okay, yeah. so you're the fitness expert. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. I love it. I love the way that you uh, were inspired to get started, just noticing that this population really does need to move and enjoy it. They do. And there's not, I mean, there's, you know, as far as the sports, there's a lot of the towns don't have, you know, organized sports for mm-hmm. kids with special needs. And so I thought, you know, even if we just, taught them the basic skills of throwing a basketball and dribbling and just, you know, just to kind of make them feel like that they, you know, can take part in the sport. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, uh, Dan or who or James, who wants to go next and just give you a little bio? Hi, I'm James. I'll go next. Hi. So I am a um, special needs teacher uh, in South Jersey at Williamstown High School, and I teach with Dan as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lisa was in my classroom for a few years, and I just started my sixth year teaching, and um, Lisa brought this idea to me and Dan as well about getting these kids together and just getting them active and teaching them different sports, and I thought it was a great idea because I, as Lisa did, I saw my class in gym, and they absolutely loved it, but you can also see the lack of physical activity that they had uh, mm-hmm. when they went home, mm-hmm. so I thought it was a great idea, and uh, they brought me on board with it. And it's been going great ever since. Awesome. That's it's so cool. Dan, what about you? All right. Well, as they already said, but yes, I'm a special needs teacher as well at the same school. And um, when Lisa came to me with the idea, I thought it was great because I do teach special needs. But uh-huh. I, I teach kids um, at, at that point with um, behavior disorders and emotional disturbance. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So James is working with a lot of the kids on the spectrum. And, you uh-huh. know, and, and I would say they're all sweethearts and they're great. Like, every time you see them in the hall, you're like, oh, they're so cute. But for me, I was working with the kids who were going, who were telling me to go F myself. Or, uh, or, or, you know, <laughs> oh, I got, yeah. I know those. I, yeah, I'm familiar with oh, the yeah. behaviors and, yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, so I was like, you know what? I need this kind of, like, happiness and positivity, you know? Like, I need to uh-huh. see these kids, see them more than just outside the hallway during James's classroom, so. Yeah, once uh, Lisa mentioned that idea, it was like, well, let's do it. Like, what's stopping us from doing it? So, you know, I, I quickly wrote up, wrote down some ideas, and we kind of worked it out in our heads. And by the next year, we started our sessions with the kids. We started with two kids, and we worked up to, I don't even know how many kids we have right now, but wow, 25-ish, yeah. That's awesome. So let me just ask, you all have a background in special ed and have worked with kids with different challenges. So it sounds like a really good combination with the three of you doing it together. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Typically, Lisa will, you know, be leading the fitness part, and James will always go work with the kids. And I tend to, like, flow to someone who, uh, that, uh, you know, who are always giving us the trouble. I'm the one who's, like, the one who has to, like, sit with them or follow them around uh-huh. Kind of, kind of avoid them until they, they submit to, you know, working out with us. <laughs> You're participating. Yeah. Huh. Now, how do you structure it? I know you, when I talked to you uh, last week, Dan, you said that you kind of, you guys move locations based on where you have space. So how did you start getting people involved? Was it just obviously one at a time? But how did that start? 
So uh, this is James. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who to address, so I'm just going to throw these things out here, and whoever wants to take That's them. Fine. So the way we got started was at first, you know, we when we sat down and say, how can we get participants for this? One of the first ways we did it was to advertise it through, actually, with my class that I had at the time. I had students on the spectrum, and from there we. Dan's wife actually works in advertising, so she made flyers for us and sending, going out to different schools and contacting teachers was our main way at first and going and making flyers and dropping them off at school so they can send them to the parents. So like door to door, um, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I remember scouring like local high school websites to see who I went to college with, getting to contact them <laughs> and be like, hey, can you give me your school somehow? And you know, everyone pretty much was very receptive to the idea, so it worked out very well. Yeah. Oh, that that's so cool. And um, how do you structure the program in terms of like, is so it is it after do. school or do you do? Yeah. Yeah. So so it's it's after school, and every week we try we focus on a different sport, a different game, okay. something new to keep them active. For um, our first day is actually on Thursday for the fall, and our first focus is basketball. What we tend to do is, you know, as the kids are filtering in, you know, we're interacting with them, we're playing with them, we're talking to the volunteers, letting them know what our expectations are and what they need to do. Uh-huh. Um, then we start by, you know, James gets them together, he stretches them. Um, Lisa goes through, like, we usually do some circuit training with some, like, weights or some resistance bands, all that good stuff. And then we usually go to the games and stuff like that towards the end. And what we do is we try to play, like, basketball, you know, we'll – do a bunch of drills that'll lead up to the game towards the end of the session, you know, where everyone scores and everyone's uh-huh. having a good time. And it's a great experience for the kids, we feel. Now, do you have more than one class, or do you guys kind of just work, like anybody can sign up? How do you do that with a lot? What I'm thinking is, like, the variety of issues that you mentioned could be quite challenging at certain times. So how do you guys manage the spectrum you know, of... So a lot of it, I mean, obviously we do have some background with some of the kids and, you know, we have them got the paperwork and a parents might write a comment or something like that. But a lot of it's just kind of like on the fly. Like with teachers, we see what works, a lot of trial and error, uh-huh. it doesn't work, we try something else. Um, we get the kid, the volunteers, you know, really, really prepared for what they're about to experience and hopefully they can help them out. How do you yeah, prepare yeah. your volunteers? So we'll talk to them um, in the beginning of the session, tell them what our expectations are. And then if there's, you know, if, if I know I'm pairing a certain volunteer with a certain kid, first of all, I make sure that volunteer is very experienced with us. Um, and then I give them, you know, a rundown of what might happen with this kid through prior experience, you know, what the best ways of managing it are. I, mean, I think the worst we really have is just, you know, we have some runners. But uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> luckily, you know, luckily I'm, I'm full of ADHD, so I have all that energy just to chase them around. <laughs> Bring them back to focus, so it works out well for us. So you get a workout at the same time uh, that. Oh my uh, God! <laughs> Fortunately, I'm so I'm sweatier than they are by the end of the session. Oh, that's awesome! It's like a package deal. Oh, great! Yeah. And what's the age range? So right now we have we have our little ones who are five to eleven, and then we have twelve and up. But we are kind of getting in the in the age group of twenty one and older. So we're thinking of oh. moving up opening up another age group. So we'll have from 5 to 11, we'll have 12 to 21, and then we'll have 21 and over. Wow. So that's where we are right now, yeah. 
That's really great. So it's grown pretty much since you started. Do you have to uh, turn people away yet, or are you still uh, building? Oh, no. We're not turning anyone away. <laughs> <laughs> many people as soon as we can. I mean, eventually our goal is to open up our own place. We want to be, we want to have as many people as, as we can. That's why we're just, we're not going to turn anybody away, but add age groups. So that way we're, we can accommodate everybody. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Just start, kind of start yeah. small and learn from the groups that you have and then exactly. expand it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, yeah, it sounds like really great. And I know there's some, there are some programs out there. There's, they're few and far between. And I can say personally that it's one of the hardest things is to keep, you know, I have some kids with some special needs is to keep, motivate them and keep them active. Yeah. So, so yeah. what are your tricks? Like, how do you share some stories like the challenges and how do you do it? Yeah. I have to say, luckily that we have a really good group of kids. Each of them are unique and we have to try to um, motivate them in different ways. We have one kid that just likes to run around, and Dan is – that's why he's sweaty, because he chasing <laughs> around. My wife loves it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, a lot of times, uh, for example, I'll use that participant, is when um, he's running around, we'll try to give him a – ask him for a break, and then he say we're doing basketball, we'll have him do 10 – Basketball throws, and then I say, okay, go take a lap. So mm-hmm. then he uh, understands what he needs to do, and he does it, and then he gets a reward to take a lap, goes to a lap, and he comes right back and does something else for it. So um, making, like, so tweaking that, it individually. Yep. Huh. Yep, so that really works out well. Some of our participants love having certain volunteers with them. Okay. So we'll make sure that those individuals have certain volunteers, and they will just take them and run away with them and, talk to them and have fun with them, and we, we know they're in good hands because they work work very well with them. So that's another that's another really good way. Yeah. Now, as far as, like, any – when they apply, are there any, like, medical concerns that you have to, like, watch out? Like, this person can't, like, exert in a certain way or mm-hmm. get hit by a, you know, a ball or – well, I suppose they probably wouldn't be participating if that was the case. Yeah. So when we ask the parents or guardians to sign up, we always ask, you know, if they have any medical concerns or just anything that we should mm-hmm. know of when they come. Um, That's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I think we might have a few that are in seizure protocol, but we're all trained in that, so we know what to do in case that happens. Yes. But luckily, we don't have anything uh, too severe that we have to, um, yeah, specifically watch at the moment. But when that happens, you know, the, we always ask ahead of time to make sure that if there is something we need to look out for, we know what to do. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like I, the seizure protocol is something that would be important to me because my kids have had seizures and uh, not in their yeah. – yeah, so that's great that you're, like, willing to – because sometimes, you know, people are resist – you know, exercise – that kind of um, a program might be resistant to someone that has a little bit more challenges, I guess. Yes, yeah. I know. I, I totally understand. I, I work part-time with a uh, – ABA therapy group. Um, so I'm also trained in restraint in just in case of emergency. If any uh-huh. participant were to um, have, you know, have an episode and they have to be uh, restrained in any way, but that's always the last measure for anything. Of course, of course. But it, yeah, it's it's got to be at the back of your mind somewhere, I'm sure, especially oh, yeah. if you work in those settings. What have you found to be most useful in terms of what do you think needs to be known about working with individuals with special needs in exercise settings that, you know, what are some little things that 
ways to get them motivated? Yes. Um, no, I, I totally understood the question. Yeah, so I mean, like, like we were talking about earlier, and each, each kid is going to have their own different motivator mm-hmm. to get them to do anything. It, 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 to believe it or not, putting them into an activity, they will just flat out say no and just walk into the corner. And that's because a lot of them aren't used to that. Um, even though they love gym class, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it is a different atmosphere where we're actually requiring them to complete a circuit or something, you know, to functional push themselves. Support. Yeah, exactly. To push them. Yes. Each of them are different and we have to find different ways to motivate them. They're also the challenge though. They, to watch these kids exercise, I feel like it's, it's, I mean, they're proud of themselves when they do push ups or when they, they can complete 10 jumping jacks or, they're, they're up for the challenge. They're, they're in a sweat by the time it goes on. That's great. I feel like you can never, like, underestimate their abilities, no. you know? Uh-huh. Like you're, you're thinking they're not no. going to be able to do stuff, and all of a sudden they make that basket, and everyone's erupting and cheering for the kid, and now the kid has a big smile on your face, nothing beats that. Oh, man. I could, yeah, I can feel all that. They're all there for a reason. They have fun. It's just, yeah, it's great. Oh, that's awesome. We're asking about different tips, and I yeah. thought of just getting them to do simple things as walking up the steps or carrying groceries okay. is as effective as doing it teaches them any type of fitness because there is that simple fitness that you know Lisa knows about that she helped that she teaches them. It's just doing very simple things as pushing or pulling and running that can be as easy as doing at home as well when they're not with us. So finding like little ways to like work it into your day. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. not making yeah, it, like, just, impossible. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, they don't have to sign up for a gym to go, but, you know, when they come to us, we show them and help them with just very basic things as walking, running, lifting, pushing, pulling, very simple mm-hmm. mechanisms like that. Awesome. How's it been perceived? I, well, obviously, you've been successful getting people, but, like, our parents, do they give you – um, positive feedback. I mean, I know it. I'm sure it does. What have you heard? Have, has it been um, good? Yeah, I know. It's been amazing, actually. I mean, like the feedback they give us, you know, they're very honest with us. They're very encouraging of us. They're always supporting us. It's great. At the end of the sessions, we try to give like a little survey and see what we can always improve upon. And I think the worst thing we've gotten so far was just the location was kind of out of the way for them, uh-huh. which we're probably going to get a new one coming, you know, in the wintertime, hopefully. So, it's, you know, going to change, but that's yeah, if that's it, it's great. So, I mean, like they're, they're very supportive, you know, they want us to try anything and everything with the kids, you know, they don't want us to give them a free pass and we don't. We kind of treat them like our, like if we had kids or, uh-huh. our kids or students, we push them, you know I mean? That's going so needed. To, yeah. And like going back to like one of our, one of our uh, athletes, she's very stubborn. I love her to death, but she's very <laughs> stubborn. And a lot of times, you know, she refuses to do something. So I have to go off the side and, Right. Yeah, we try to bribe her. It doesn't work though. Yeah. She, yeah. She she's very smart. So you know, the mom thankfully she, she's very supportive. She says, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to get her on the court at action. So I mean, you know, we try all different kinds of tactics, and eventually, ninety percent of the time it works. So yeah, there's no bad feedback. I don't think they've given us. Oh, I can't imagine there would be. Well, you know, I guess sometimes I think with parents that are really nervous, there there's always that concern, you know, like, oh, are they pushing my son or daughter too hard? And 
I know personally working with my son, I, I got him to start running and it was like pulling teeth every day. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he had me thinking that he was going to die. He was going to drop dead if he had to run one more step. So, <laughs> oh, we, yeah, we get to those kids too. They're so dramatic. It's fantastic. Yeah, we just kind of goof with them and eventually they're like, all right, okay, we'll stop you from off and off. We'll get to it. It's pretty funny. Oh, that's funny because is that? I mean, I was like with working out with my son, and I'm like, "Are you serious? You're really? It's that bad?" You know, I think that what I noticed was he wasn't familiar with the feeling of like sweating, and I, you guys are all athletes, so you know that feeling, and it takes some getting used to, and it's almost like I think people give up before they learn the the benefit of breaking a sweat and. You know, especially for the, this population, because a lot of, I, well, in my experience, a lot of them are on a bunch of meds, you know, they're not given opportunities to be active. So, and, and like you said, there's not that many after school sports programs that they can access easily. It would require a lot of tweaking. Right. Yeah. And, and I was thinking not to go soccer, but to go back to uh, the, the parents and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Um, it's so cool to just like, to, like we form like our own little family, you know, like every week they all go to the, to the bleachers and like they're always talking about so and so's wedding or what they did last <laughs> weekend. You know, we're friends with a lot of them on social media because like, you know, they really have become like part of the family. Uh huh. You know, they're, they're very good to us and, you know, we, we hope we're very good back to them. It's probably important for them too to feel like that they have an outlet that they, you know, why, why we have the kids and we're working. Uh huh. Parents could be sitting there and maybe they have a band meet with their kid and maybe get somebody else in and they get to talk about it. But it's a good outlet too for the parents to, you know, to be sitting there and talking about, you know, things that they talk yeah. to their parents about in the same situation, you know? Yeah, I was just thinking so, that's like, it's like a win-win. They get a support group at the same time their kids are exercising. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. can't see how this can fail. So how do you, how are you trying to expand? Do, are, do you do any fundraising or... Are you just kind of? I know you you all work full time, so it's got to be challenging to juggle starting a business with having jobs. So, how's that been? Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we've done some GoFundMe, which you know it was pretty lucrative. We actually paired up with a a bunking riding group, a local one, the Knights of Inferno, and they got a bunch of donations, a bunch of different kinds of balls and exercise equipment, and a bunch of other like sporting equipment. And they had like a big party in the beginning of the summertime. It was, it was fantastic. It was so much fun. Um, it was so fun to see you. You, you see all these biker guys. And of course, they look intimidating and their <laughs> long beards and their, their tattoos. And, oh, you mean, and, uh, I thought you meant like um, bicycles, but you mean like oh, motorcycles. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, that's no, I mean, funny. Like, yeah. So it was so funny because like, you show up to the barbecue and it's like, you see all these guys and like they're they're just like giant bears. They just give you big hugs and they're just they're big sweethearts. It's so funny to you know to to look at them and then you see their personality. It's like you know it's one of those classic don't judge a book by its cover kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They raised a bunch of money for us. They um, got us a bunch of equipment, which is mm-hmm. awesome. So I mean we can't be thankful enough to them. Uh huh. Um, now you move that, locations. Yeah. Just I'm sorry to cut you off, but I wanted to make sure no, I understand it. Completely. So you you kind of have different locations that you rent, and you want to buy your own location in the future. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So right now we are at um, in Cherry Hill, it's a, uh, in Camden County, New Jersey. It's called Tax JCC. We start there to, uh, Thursday, 
and then um, we are running space out of the Woodbury YMCA right now, but we're actually going to be moving to another place called Total Turf and Pittman, hopefully in the wintertime. Okay. Um, but a, a lot of it's based on a location. I mean, as good as Woodbury has been to us, it's kind of out of the way. So mm -hmm. like where we're going to be going to, it's like a state-of-the-art facility. It's brand new. Um, the heart of Gloucester County. Yeah, it's like the heart of Gloucester County. The other one where we go to the heart Camden County. So it's like we're trying to get, you know, we're trying to, like, you know, they say location, location, location. So yep. we're really trying to do that right now. But, yeah, right now we're just renting space. Our ultimate goal is to open up our own recreation center where, you know, they, we have people come in at all hours of the day. You know, I mean, we have the adults come during the day, high school students after they get done, elementary kids when they get done, you know, have, like, a gym access, have court access, have different, like, you know, um, group exercise or group games and sports and you know, you do, like, stuff like, you know, a cooking class or, you know, different things that really social skills, just different things that teach these guys how to be social oh. and how to survive on their own, you know? That's our I dream, love it. You know? That's your dream. That's the vision. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I can see that. For, yeah, for three people working in the public school, uh, it, it's tough to get scraped to that kind of money right now. <laughs> oh, man, I can't imagine. That's that's a lot to uh, come. I mean, because you only have limited time and energy, but, uh, I mean, I'm sure it inspires you to keep going and – Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I mean that's that that's what we see in our head. It's like a big people bring smiles to our faces when we think about it. You know, we were just talking about it before we got on the phone with you. You know, like all the things we really want to do once we, you know, get our own yeah. spot. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Have you ever thought of doing like any kind of like online like webinar type e learning to that you could add to your to your like package? Yeah. We're we're across all social media platforms. Okay, so you guys are on. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and yeah, TikTok. And TikTok, yeah. <laughs> TikTok? Oh, really? Cool. We started on there, yeah. Cool. Learning. You're with the yeah, hip we're kids. Still, we're the... still learning with TikTok. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a work in progress. Like, my shameless plug is that we are on Facebook and Instagram at Spectrum Sports 3. And Twitter Spectrum Sports Day. That's my shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, I, I've always thought of doing something on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Leah, Lisa and I talked about that a while ago. And um, Lisa and I are actually signed up to get an autism fitness certificate at the end of this year. Oh, I didn't um, even know they had that. Tell me about that. Yeah. Uh, the, the person's name is Eric Chesin, and he goes he goes around the world teaching classes of uh, for anybody, special educators, fitness instructors. He teaches them how to work with individuals with autism through a fitness perspective. Okay. And he he's having a, uh, a certification class uh, near us in December. So Lisa and I both just signed up for that. So we'll both be certified through him and his company. Um, as autism fitness instructors. Mm -hmm. So through once, cool. that, once we get that, um, that's where the YouTube would uh, come into play, and we would want to maybe have a YouTube channel where we could do a very short, yes, uh, demonstration of simple things. I've always talked about earlier, uh, simple things to do at home uh, with your son or daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, I can see this going all over. I mean, it's just a great concept, and you know, I had thought personally about trying to start, like, a, a running program. I, I, another woman that works in special ed at our high school, um, we had talked about doing it. It's just a time thing. But I think there's just 
it's a huge untapped market and need, you know, so. Yeah. And then with, with getting that certificate as well, I've had an idea to, in the future, to go actually travel to different schools and help out the physical education teachers mm-hmm. who have kids on the spectrum and offer our expertise to help them with their classes and students. Ah, I love it. That's brilliant. So you guys are in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, oh, that's a good yeah, location. So just, yeah, yeah, it is. It's like we're at the southern part. We're about like an hour and a half to your city. Uh, you have 20 minutes, 25 minutes from Philly. So it's great. You know, we we got a lot of great like cities around us. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, that's it. That's apparently like there's a lot of uh, kids with autism who live in Cherry Hill area. That's why one of the purposes why we went to Cherry Hill. So, okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I'm like so excited talking to you guys. It's such such a great idea and program, and just that you're pulling it off, you know, with full time jobs, and it must be rewarding. Has it been reward? Obviously, it's been rewarding every every time. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, and I already you said that to me because um, it's rewarding for me because you know a lot of these kids that come to our program because of their disability are bullied at school. They don't even want to come out of their out of their house. So we've had a couple kids that have actually, you know, gone out of their comfort zone, have come, you know, on the verge of just doing something drastic because they were they were bullied so bad because of their disability, and then they get to come and just allow them like get out of their comfort zone and feel okay and not be judged. It's just as rewarding as trying to get these kids to you know do exercise and sports. Yeah. Just to see them, you know feel like it's okay. Like they're in a place where they're, they're safe and they're comfortable and they're not going to be bullied and they're with kids but around their, you know, with the same disabilities is, is just as rewarding as, like I said, just, you know, having these kids do exercise. So this was, that's a big, you know, we, we talk to parents whose kids are, you know, I mean, they're homeschooled because they were bullied. Yep. Yep. We I've interviewed people that, yeah, they pulled yeah. their kids out. And, and I had an, you know, I talked to another mom who, she brought her daughter to the gym with her, and they were making fun of her at the gym because she didn't want to work out anymore, which is a big part of, like, why, you know, we bring fitness here because it's, like, they're in a safe place, and I can teach them fitness, and they're not going to be judged or bullied because they lift the weight funnier than we do or something like that, you know? So it's, it's rewarding in that sense as well mm-hmm. mentally, you know, for these kids to just feel like they're, they're, they're not judged here. We're not, nobody's judging them. They're safe. You know, they're, they've made so many friendships to see these kids. Is this, is this one coming back? Are you going to come back? Like, if they're sessions and they want to make sure that they're, you know, they're going to see each other again. And it's huge. Yeah, it is. And there's, I was just talking to someone today about the need for more social opportunities. Yeah. It, it, because it's it just hard. Right. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. It also makes it worth it, too. Like, in the, at the end of the spring session, we have this, like, you know, award ceremony. Really? And, um, you know, yeah, and like yeah. Each, each kid gets like a specified award. Usually, like they're they're funny or they're you know serious. <laughs> like, you know, like we have one of one of our kids. He he has Down syndrome, and um, you know he's the big he's the biggest sweetheart. He, he gives everyone a huggy beat. So like you know he'll win something like you know the best hugger or something uh-huh. like that. But when they win those awards, they are like it's like they've won the lottery. Right. Like they're uh. so excited. And yeah. um, like the one, the, the one kid that Lisa was just talking about who was homeschooled and he was bullied. I mean, mom said that he, he was pretty much like a shadow. Like he didn't come out of his house. And uh. then when he was in spectrum sports, like he made all these friends. He was so social. When he won, he won like the coaches award. Like he was like a special award. He was on the verge of tears. Mom was in tears. Uh, Lisa was like, I was, I was, 
they they can drive like they're not high functioning. So it's like mm-hmm. they'd be kind of bored if they just had to sit around, you know, throwing a basketball for a little while. So you know, we, yeah, we just we just started probably about a year ago, but we think it, it really works for the kids. You know, it's very competitive, but like a lot, like very friendly competitive yep. with the, the active group. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's the passive active group that we work with. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, but still, it's just kind of like the whole group thing it is is promoted, and I, I love that. Oh, uh, totally. Yeah, I mean, and there are certain days where, like, you know, we probably should have split the group up. You know, usually like the first session we don't split anybody up, and mm-hmm. we try to, like I said, too, we try to build towards that, like, one day game at the end. Uh huh. Wow, that's great. I wish you guys were closer. I would definitely bring my son. He would love this. Yeah. Well, if you're ever in the area, you know. I will. I'll, yeah. So tell me, um, what is your website? Spectrum yeah, Sports. Spectrum. Yeah. Spectrum Sports NJ dot com. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for doing it, and great job making the world a better place. All right. Take care. You All right, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye bye. Hello, Jill here, hoping that you'll consider making a small donation to the ongoing production efforts and support this podcast on our website, tsctalks.com. There's various places to press the donate button and use PayPal. We'd appreciate your support. We've produced 50 episodes with more on the way, quality content that's affecting change in our TSC and broader communities. So please consider making a donation. Would really appreciate it.